0: Welcome to the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan, and the social distancing expert is here with me. Not by
1: my side. No, no. no, Far, far away.
0: But my mother is here. Hello, Mom.
1: Hello, Allie. It's nice to see you. I don't get to see you very often.
0: Yeah, just through windows and uh when drawn you make deliveries. Exactly. I am better than Instacart. Let's just say that oh, right now. Oh, don't
1: even get me started. Yeah. If you want me to tell the story, I can tell it later. <laughs> no, that's okay. okay. Uh, every
0: place has its issues, but let's just say that I am I'm very prompt. You're with my grocery reliable. deliveries, I, I get the right products, even when they are very obscure and specific. What have it's I been very you? interesting to see how your your gross like? I grew up with you, but your grocery yes. list is very different from mine. You use some things that I don't use, so it's hard well, to find them.
1: Partly, it's that you have two young boys at your house, so this that makes true. it different. What kind of weird things do I get that that you don't? Oh, I. Don't no it's just you know like we all have our like things
0: and when you're not doing you know it's like you don't think about it when you're just going to the store and grabbing stuff but right. when you have to like literally explain no it's the one that is the extra extra <laughs> lemon not the oh, you know, <laughs> yeah fine. well sorry about anyway, that anyway um, lots to, to do today lots to get to there's a there's an event going on right as we speak called Sweat Minnesota we're going to check Check in with the creator of that movement if you want to get in on the action and let us know how it is because I can do I can do several things at the same time. I can eat and I can Google while talking on the radio, but I haven't mastered working out while no, talking on the radio. I could of, try, yeah. but it's happening on Facebook Live right now all morning and it's all kinds of local um, fitness studios that have teamed up to do this and so we're going to check in and get the the full scoop on that in a little bit. Um, But maybe we should blow through a few headlines first and kind of get the bad news out of the way.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Well, I mean, some good, some bad. I got to get my, uh, I've got to get my spreadsheet here. Do you have yours? Where do Um, you want to start?
1: I do. Uh, We could talk about Nordstrom. Partly it, it confused me a little. One of the things they're doing is they've been canceling some orders and also delaying their, Anniversary sale. Yes, um, this which, is crazy yeah, news. It's normally I mean, held in July. Yeah. And everybody looks forward to it and all of that kind of stuff. And they said they are reevaluating their needs. And given the high promotional event during June and July, we know there will be less pent up customer demand for anniversary sale. Um, and it planned that event down, they've planned the event down by roughly 50%. But the other thing so
0: the, so the thing to understand about how Nordstrom does that anniversary sale is they make arrangements with vendors because you know the whole idea of that anniversary sale is that it's new seasons merchandise that you're getting it discounted before right, it, goes it goes to regular price. To regular it's at price. the beginning of the season. Yeah. And the way Nordstrom's able to do that, it isn't just that they're slashing prices on all the stuff they get in. They make deals with vendors and say, hey, we want this to be an anniversary sale item. Will you give us a better price on it so that we can offer these brand new leather boots that should be 200 We want to offer them at 160 Right? That's how they do that. And they're probably nervous to, if they can even get the stuff, to make the those commitments right now, because I think one of the big questions for retailers right now is not, not so much when will we open, but will people
1: come back? What will it
0: be like? Will people be
1: shopping? Well, one of the things that I was reading from the retail foundation, I was saying that, um, you know, probably at the beginning, even when stores do open, probably the people who work in the stores will be wearing gloves and masks, probably If you are shopping, if they can get them,
0: I mean, that's a whole other thing. And I think there continues to be debate um, about that. It's funny. um, Kavita Kumar from the Star Tribune, who who does a great job covering retail over there. She tweeted out, I think last night she was at the Target in St. Louis Park, which is the one I've been to a few times during this. And they hadn't had plexiglass up the way that Lunds and Byerly's does it, their takeout counters. I guess they just got it installed at the at the St. Louis Park one this week. Now, I I understand the store in weeks. Yeah, I understand they have a lot of stores, but still, why did it take them that long? And and she um, had conversations where, you know, employees were saying they haven't been wearing face masks because they didn't have any.
1: That's interesting. So,
0: you know, and I think, look, it, I've talked to many business owners that have had problems getting masks for employees and then and, and Target had made an enormous commitment and said they were going to, but it's still been slow rolling it out. Yeah. The other thing is there are some businesses that feel like even if they can get them, should they have them or should they be giving them to, you know, healthcare facilities and and, you but know, places about, like that that are still so you know, short handed
1: aren't the professional great. Right. I mean, like there's so many people who are making them right now.
0: Yeah. Yes. I know. Um, I mean, you can, it's, it's, it's hard to know it It, like everything else. It's just, it's hard to know the, the right thing.
1: Can can we go back to Nordstrom for one minute? Yeah. Because the one thing that confused me a little, I mean, I'm not quite sure the stores are closed, but yet they're offering curbside pickup Mm -hmm. at certain stores around the country. One of them being Ridgedale. Now I did not, you know, check further. I didn't call or order anything. But so does that mean they are open enough that I can order something online that then I will be able to actually drive up and pick it up? If they have it.
0: Yeah. If they have it in stock. I mean, generally with those things, I mean, it's the same thing with Best Buy and curbside. When you go on their website to order it, it tells you if they have it in stock there and if it's available for local pickup.
1: So, I mean, I, I was surprised at that because obviously you can't do that at Macy's or any of the other big stores, but apparently you can at Ridgedale Nordstrom. I actually didn't know that. That's very interesting. I am here to inform. Yes indeed. Um the
0: the update this week from from Best Buy. Um, you know, they waited as long as they possibly could, but this week they made the announcement that they are furloughing more than 51,000 people, most of their, you know, sales and, and store staff, the frontline workers. And I mean, I think, you know, unfortunately we're going to see more of this as, you know, companies have been like trying to pay them as long as they could, but they're just sort of getting to the point where they, they can't. They can't do it and anymore.
1: The CEO Corey Berry is taking a fifty percent. She cut is, and, and and other executives yeah. are taking twenty. A lot of
0: a lot of CEOs doing that to her base pay. They yeah. still get stocks and yeah. stuff like that. Oh so yeah, no, don't we, don't worry. Worry no we don't them, have to worry. No, we don't have to worry. But no, of course, I mean it, it. makes a difference, and it it it's a nice message to send. Um, to to the team and, and all that. But, um, you know, they have said Best Buy said they've held on to 70 percent of their business, which seems like, I mean, pretty good considering yes, considering, yeah, considering like they said that they are a company that has a thousand stores around the country and they have gone from being a company with a thousand stores to being online mm, yeah. only Every, or That's I mean, even if you're different. picking it up at the curb, you're still ordering it online. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. And so they're pretty pleased to think that they've been able to hold on to that seventy percent. But still, that thirty percent's a big chunk. Absolutely, it's a big is. chunk, yeah. and it's hard to um, make that up. A lot of discussion about you know what retailers come back from this. Um, you know, Patina, another great oh, local company in them? the newspaper this morning, you know, saying that their, you know, their small business loans have kicked in. It'll help them get through um, next month. But if they aren't Ooh. able to open, I'm sorry, it'll help them get through this month. If they aren't able to open by May, they don't know if they will. Really? So, oh. um So, yeah. So, I mean, just any way you can think to support those local retailers or, you know, buy gift cards ahead, it really makes a difference. Um, I will say a couple of bright spots because it is nice to have some, you know, upbeat news in all this. And and it's interesting just to see how our shopping habits work. Some local e-commerce companies that are digital first are actually doing really well one of them being I know it's a company that you probably shop a lot mom but Omnia Fishing
1: Oh my gosh, I'm never <laughs> off of that website. That is a so, fabulous company. But listen, this is a cool company. My nephew would be excited about
0: that. Very much so. Yeah. So Omnia is a startup. Um, the CEO mm-hmm. is was also the founder of Able Brewing. Mm-hmm. And um, Dan Wick, who you know, my oh, friend yes. Dan Wick, is their chief technology officer. He was behind Red Stamp. He was the chief technology officer oh, of that. Oh, okay. So these guys started this company. Um, last year was their first year of operation. They're based in Golden Valley they are primarily online but but they have this technology so that you can shop by lake so let's say oh. you know that you're going up to lake malax you want to get the right gear for that oh, lake. Oh, so
1: they can zero. They in. have done oh all gosh. this
0: crazy mapping of That's lakes amazing. in the Midwest and they keep adding to it so that like they you're buying the right thing. You know what fish are in that lake and all this. So it's pretty cool technology. They they had raised like a million dollars to kick it off. They, you know, they have high hopes. In all of this craziness, their sales are through the roof. They had to hire four people. They are up. You know, in March, they are now projecting a million in revenue this year. Last year, it was two hundred thousand. So for a startup, I mean, that's a big it's a big increase. And what they said is it gets two things. Number one, people are shopping online who might have gone to Cabela's or Dick's or places like that. And they're sort of adopting this technology, which they always thought they would. But this pandemic and being home is making people do it faster. Oh, it's just a quicker rate of adoption. And also fishing is something you can do.
1: I was just going to say fishing, you know, people can go out and they can be alone just with their immediate family or whatever. Yeah. And it's probably not being a fisherman, but just understanding the little I have. We have a lot of lake shores. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a calming kind of activity. Exactly. And you can get dinner, too. (laughs)
0: This is true. This is true. So So it's just kind of a nice, uh, bright spot for a local business. When we get back, other ways to calm your nerves and to stay active. Sweat Minnesota is going on now. We'll fill you in on the details right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm Allie Kaplan. My mom, Harmony, is here. And joining us now is Dawn Bryant. And she's promised she's going to do jumping jacks throughout the entire interview.
1: (laughs) Is that right,
0: Don? Good morning. Good
2: morning, Hallie. Well, I could do jumping jacks and I'll be, I'll be out of breath. Yeah, I was just going to say that would be a <laughs> really awesome interesting this interview. You're so good, I think you could do that.
0: I really do. So,
2: Don, tell us what's
0: going on. What are you working on? What is Sweat Minnesota all about?
2: You know, Sweat Minnesota is really about bringing the whole fitness community locally together, um, It's it's collaboration over competition for the greater good, the good of the people and the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, I think what we found, we founded this or this movement a month ago tomorrow, so not even all that long ago. No, And it started as a way to connect all of this great virtual content mm-hmm. uh, that was available online with all of the people we were hearing ask for it. And there's so many different options. And so today we're having our second virtual sweat event, but literally we have 35 classes this morning they started at 7:45 a.m and they go until 1 p.m and all of all of the names you've heard of all over town um they're all participating in fact my husband is in the living room right now doing a strength workout <laughs> <laughs> that's on facebook live right now
1: yes, yes that's what broadcast. i was going to ask facebook so live it's facebook live th- that you can
2: get any of these classes yes okay yes. And- um So everything's on Facebook live. There are a couple that their technology didn't work, but we're linking to those. So, um, but if you go to the sweat, Minnesota Facebook page, you'll find links to everything as it goes live. We've got a website up. It links from there to all kinds of local businesses who now are a part of it. And, Giving prizes. So, we wanted to connect with the local businesses that needed support, just like the fitness industry does. I dipped in this morning
0: to, to check it out and make sure you guys were on because I was doing my homework, you know, Don. I actually do prepare for this show. I know I it might do? not seem like it, but I was doing that. And then I was feeling really bad about myself because I was just like watching people work out. And then I'm like, I- <laughs> I'm
2: going to so you know do it. You- That's also the beauty of this, Allie, is there are so many people who now maybe feel like they really want to move and focus on their health and aren't ready to walk into Uh, a studio even when the doors open but this gives you a chance to do this from home no one's watching you you can do as much or as little as you want you can get a feel for the people i think that's another beautiful piece about this yeah i you know i think you're absolutely right because i think there are
1: times as i've tried to do a few online classes and you feel like you're just not getting it quite right but the more you practice at home you feel more comfortable eventually being able to go to the studio
2: I mean, as much as I like to tell people, no one feels ready to walk in the door um, to a fitness studio or a gym, or or very few people do. And we probably never will, but at least this kind of takes a little bit of those walls down. So I think that this movement has taken on a life of its own and is meeting a bunch of needs that maybe we didn't even originally foresee.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I I have been just amazed at how quickly local gyms were able to pivot to online classes because it's not as easy as just the camera rolling. I mean, you have to have the technology to, to get it online and get the message out. I mean, it's a lot of work and they did it in days.
2: They did it in days. I mean, there are so many gyms are broadcasting um, on Zoom. They're broadcasting on Facebook Live. They've got some of their own apps and technology and I think that people kind of progressed, and they started off out giving a lot of free workouts, which is incredible, and it's a wonderful gift to the world. But we also know that they're small businesses too, so they had to figure out how to how to at least try to make a little money to keep their doors open right. um, during this time. So, and how so are they doing that, Don? Well, a lot of the gyms do have virtual packages available, so um, you can buy a class pack, for example, Skybox Gym. Buy a class pack, and you get. Uh, pass and access to twelve different classes that they've got, um, so that's one way to do it. But it's similar to a class pack you buy somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Fly feet running, I know you're a fan of that one, yeah. Allie, and they yeah. have a class at noon. Uh-huh. Oh, at noon? Yeah, power half hour. Cool. But um, they have a they have a like I believe it's a ninety nine dollar a month virtual plan option. Um, Bodies by Ragoon is doing their personal training via Zoom. And so they're still, you know, able to use their their packages and, and everything that's going on there. So we're finding ways around it. And I think that the other piece of this is um, people who are great at working out alone, what happened, this wasn't as big of a deal for them. But mm-hmm. those of us who are connected to the communities, this was harder. Right. A lot of people go to these studios and these gyms because there's encouragement and there's friendship and camaraderie. So, you know, trying to recreate that. That's part of the beauty of this, what um, the events we've done. This is the second one. We're doing a third one on May 2nd.
1: That's great. I have another question, too. If it's on Facebook Live, can you also, I know like on Instagram, if somebody does Instagram Live, you can go later and look at it, too. So can somebody do the class later if they can't make it at the time you're doing it?
2: Absolutely. And so we're going to have all those links on the website will be, will remain there and and on the Facebook page. So people just need to click there, and that will bring them right to that business's page, archive of all of their live classes, and you're going to get it. So it's wonderful. You've got that content for an indefinite amount of time, um, which is wonderful because some of them will be great and you want to do them again, and others you maybe didn't have the chance to do and you can still go back and do it. So they're there, they'll stay there, um, and people can keep consulting them. So it's really an awesome... It's been an awesome journey. That's my plan, Don. I'm gonna go back and do the classes like I watched and now I'm
1: and then I'm going to do, I sure. promise. Okay, wait, I, I have really another am. personal question. <laughs> I don't see any unless I missed it. I don't see any dance aerobics. And that's <laughs> what I
2: like. Okay. Well then we need to recruit some of your favorites. Okay. <laughs> She likes Richard Simmons, oh, well time. That- <laughs> Can you arrange that? <laughs> I, I will say, you know, there's um, Doug Marshall. He does some mindset classes. Oh, my and God. He's not a fitness expert. But he integrates dance into all of his sessions. And this morning I was watching him, and it was amazing. So it was more of a mindset class, less Fitness, no, I'm done. No. If I, dance. if we could see my mother
0: doing a Doug Melrose dance class, that would be oh, worth Doug Melrose, the quarantine. Oh, Marshall. Oh, Doug Marshall. Well, I'm sorry. That's-, that's what I meant. Oh 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 Doug, Doug Marshall. Marshall, sorry. I Got it. Got it. Oh, I don't even know. Oh, yeah, Doug Melro does crazy dance from the firm. Sorry. Oh, different, oh. different, but that yeah. would be hilarious <laughs> this is too. This is amazing. Both of them, yeah. both would be amazing. <laughs> Don, just one question before we let you go. I mean, it's great that that gyms are finding ways to to do support. Do you think people
2: go back to the gym after this? I do. Okay. I think people will help head into the gym. I think some of them will be apprehensive, and that's okay. And it's our job as as studios to make sure that we're keeping that space safe. Don right. okay. thank you so much. Thank Thanks you. for doing Stay this. Well.
0: It's Sweat Minnesota. Check out their website and Facebook Live. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm Allie Kaplan. My mom, Harmony, is here. Hope is here as well. We are all very much distanced from each other, but we're glad we can connect with all of you. Mom, yep. I love your sweatshirt. Well, thank you. My um. mother, I just posted the picture on Instagram. It's at Allie Shops if you want to check it out. My mother has a new sweatshirt. I do. And it says... Social distancing expert. Yes. Where did you get your sweatshirt? Well,
1: here's the thing. I follow um, Katie Couric on Instagram. Yeah. And probably about a week and a half ago, I saw her cooking in her kitchen wearing this shirt and thought, "Oh, that is so cute." Plus. I need a new sweatshirt to wear besides my 1987 twins. Okay. Thank you. Because I Sweat have seen shirt. more of that
0: bally old
1: sweatshirt on it. social media
0: in the last few weeks than I well, ever cared
1: to. What can I say? Anyway. So, and, and luckily somebody right after she posted it said, Oh, where did you get that shirt? And she said at the shop forward. So I went there and I, I was excited to see. I, I've got the little tag from it. And the company, which is called The Shop Forward, mm-hmm. and what they say is they, they when they sent the shirt, it said, wear this proudly, knowing it's helping deliver protective masks and other protective gear to healthcare organizations across the country. Thank you for your support. Hmm. And it's really soft and nice. I mean, I really like it. Did they have other messages too? Um, not in this, but they've got other Things that I think people would like to there's t-shirts and sweatshirts that say boy mom or girl mm. mom. Um, there's there's all sorts of things, mm-hmm. but I I felt I couldn't decide if I should get a small or a medium because it was a little confusing. <laughs> oh no, it God. was, but I wanted a sweatshirt. You know, okay, I don't so want what a did sweatshirt. you? When would you ever need a medium? You're I like a tiny medium. little thing. I know, but I got a medium. You wanted and it roomy. I. I think, you know, just like people right now, if you look online, are shopping for large sweatshirts. Oh, I thought you were going to com- say are
0: all eating more cookies and
1: needing to well, size up. Well, that two. But I mean, they want comfort. comfort. And the thing is, I figure that I'm going to probably want it for comfort more than um, beauty, And so I decided I I didn't want to have to send it back or anything. Right. And so I decided to err on the side of largeness. Okay. And the sleeves are a little long and but I don't care. It's comfortable and I like it. So well that's my story. So you can go to at I, I don't I don't get anything out of this, but you might like it. So it's at the shop forward.
0: Okay. Um, and I know you were also, you have been doing some shopping, so that bodes well for the future of our economy. Um, uh, you were listening last week when we talked to Donna Polad and Maddie, her daughter from DP Hugh. Yeah. And I know
1: you've put in your order. Oh, I'm so, it hasn't come yet. Oh, I'm really nervous. Okay. Because I don't, uh, the only time I ever tried to color my hair, I tried to put highlights in many, 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 many years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. And obviously things have changed and they've improved these kits, mm-hmm. but I turned out with orange streaks in my. Hair. I remember that. And I tried. I said to my mother, "This is way before you were born." Uh, oh, but I've told you. The I remember story. the story. Yes. yes. And I said to my mother, "I, thought I actually you remembered just, it." I guess can you no. just cut? You know, those, uh, I can't cut those off. You'll have bald spots all over your head. (laughs) And so I had to have an emergency hair appointment Mm. the next morning. Back in the days when you could get emergency hair appointments. So I have never tried it since. And you said it's really easy. It is. It is. So I figure when I get this you will have to FaceTime with me and help me through it. Well, maybe Marc Jacobs could help you through it. Oh, you know, that's Because he has a new career as a beauty vlogger, apparently. You know, I have to tell you, I I was watching this thing and thinking, really? I think of Marc Jacobs as a very creative designer, but he has become, probably because he's going stir crazy, he has become a uh, beauty vlogger, and he did this whole makeup tutorial. And obviously he was using his own brands. So, you know, at the same time, he's getting a little for those, which Mm -hmm. doesn't hurt. But he they were writing about this in the cut. And they said, mostly it seemed to be a tribute to the majestic and bitchy beauty of leopards. And he was wearing a um, is it pronounced Heidi Salma Salmani? Oh, that's a hard
0: one. Yeah, yeah, the designer, a a sweater. But
1: anyway, he kicked off his tutorial, T-O-O, which he described as for us to all get inspired. He kicked it off with a Diana Vreeland quote, a world without leopards. Well, who would want to live there? You know, I suppose that's true. But anyway, (laughs) um, he showed how to put eyeshadow on. He applied three different rustic, gold with his fingertips and he had done a manicure of bright red and then he did his um, mascara and when he pulled the camera back to see the whole thing he was doing all this while wearing tall red chunky wedges oh i think i've seen those Uh, on him yes yeah i i mean i can't imagine standing there and doing that but that's what mark Well, at least he's not bored no and the other interesting thing about um, Mark Jacobs is he, and maybe that's why he's becoming a vlogger. Um, he is actually saying that there will be no spring collection. Yeah. He said, to be honest, I don't know when we'll be doing and when we will be starting. He needs his team. He doesn't have his team. They can't get fabrics. They can't travel. So um, he does not expect that to happen. Uh, and they also aren't making the fall 2020 collection mm-hmm. that that they had done. Um, so, you know, this is, and he's not the only one, obviously, that is facing these problems. Um, Gucci, Chanel, and Dior have all canceled their fashion shows for cruise collections—they were supposed to take place in May. Right. Well, the the canceling of the fashion shows—that seems obvious
0: and right. like okay, whatever. But, I mean, but the, the... canceling of the actual collections. Yeah. Not when are they going to make Not them? producing that. Cl- I mean, you just think about and the who's the... going to buy them. Well, right. Yeah. But but I mean, it's just it's so. What does that mean? Does that mean that we'll have a year of like just recycling? That wouldn't be a
1: bad thing. No, no, it wouldn't. And when we know what the fashion industry footprint is. uh, Right. One of the worst offenders. Right. It wouldn't be a bad thing maybe to have a year without it. You know? it is
0: but but i mean you also think about what you know how does that industry then right rebound. how do they recover yeah um, and all the people
1: that work in it and
0: you know also thinking about and just kind of the the entire footprint of that industry i mean beyond the the people who are making the fashion you know we're starting to see um may issues of magazines come out um yeah. our own included and um you know thinking about how they got them done without the ability to do photo shoots and thinking about, you know, without makeup artists who can't work without you know I mean and just how many people are impacted I thought Zara did something interesting and fun they had they sent their spring clothes or I think whatever the next season spring or summer to models and had them put them on at home and take pictures which feels very of the moment and it's cool and I thought that's really that was clever and that was cool at the same time I thought oh my gosh think about the makeup artists who aren't working think about all of the set people I saw
1: um, another one with uh bella hadid Mm -hmm. doing uh she had done her own makeup and she did have somebody that is either staying with her or whatever that knew a little bit about makeup and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. you know but yeah i mean you know what are you gonna do
0: yeah it's it's really
1: it's it's a hard one it
0: is hard indeed um
1: so do you want to talk about reese witherspoon Let's talk about Reese Witherspoon. I kind of want to talk about
0: you on TikTok, but let's talk about Reese Witherspoon first.
1: Yeah, because she's still more famous. (laughs) For the moment, although by the the time we're off the air, she might not be. You don't know. (laughs) Um, Reese Witherspoon had kind of a disaster. And I thought Vanessa Friedman in the New York Times did a great job of explaining it. She owns a company called Draper James. It's a small label that she started. I think it's only about five years ago. Mm -hmm. If if that's even that. wait, Yeah, it might not even be that long. Anyway, um, she thought it would be wonderful or the company thought it would be wonderful to give teachers dresses because teachers are, you know, God knows they deserve a lot more than they get, and they are working under really hard conditions now and all of that. So on April 2nd, they announced an offer on their Instagram page saying, Dear Teachers, we want to say thank you. We know you're working harder than ever during the quarantine. So they wanted to give teachers a free dress. Mm -hmm. And they were instructed to apply by a form that was given with a deadline, and they said winners would be notified. And it did say while supply lasts. People didn't notice those little yeah. things. And well,
0: I think it's because of the phrasing, because it didn't say we're giving away
1: to three lucky teachers. It said we want to give dresses away. But they said to winners. I mean, they did say to winners, yeah. but I can see why, given the situation and all. People misunderstood. People definitely misunderstood. On top of that. Hoda and Jenna on NBC talked about it and good morning America talked about it as well. Oh my God. So they were inundated. They were completely inundated and they only have 30 employees. They only had 250 dresses to give away. So the application from crashed almost immediately. Um, The, the day, just days after the original Instagram post appeared, it had been viewed more than 400,000 times. Mm. So they tried to backpedal and all of that kind of thing. And it became a thing where people started thinking this was just kind of a market marketing ploy uh-huh. that it was, a, you know, and it wasn't. But I mean, that is how it appeared. And so they have been trying desperately to recover from this. Um They, they're trying to figure out a way where they can have another raffle and people can win. Um, And they were also offering a 30% discount. Uh, And they also put a big unsubscribe button on their website because a lot of people started getting inundated Mm -hmm. with um, information, you know, and ads. And they didn't like it. So. It was a real mistake. And yeah. Good intentions, but sometimes good intentions don't always come. off. Well, there's got to be if a little Reese, more. Thinking. Reese, I will figure it out. She'll find a way. She'll make you a think big, so? I
0: think she'll do something. I mean, she's she's real enough that she'll own it and she'll. Well,
1: I'm surprised to be honest that she hasn't really come out and said something more already. Yeah. But, you know maybe she will we'll let's see. hope so
0: we'll see we'll give her the benefit okay, of the doubt let's.
1: all right when we get back
0: we'll see what fashion trends we give the benefit of the doubt whose look is it anyway is coming up next welcome back you're listening to shop girls on my talk 107.1 i'm ali kaplan with my mom harmony it is that time in the show where we take a look at some trends analyze them and decide whose look is it anyway she's wearing that outfit It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? many people to to look at right now except for in their home selfies and so we turn to the government. We, do. we, turn, to the government. we turn to the daily press briefings yep. the president's briefings and there she is looking so sophisticated and yet you yeah. know I Understated. I don't think sophisticated Not is. Not sophisticated. Right word. No. What what do you think it is? Um, she Well, we should say okay. we're talking about Deborah Burks. Doctor. Doctor. Deborah Burks, who yes. is a
1: very, very smart yes. lady. And, and now a household name, really, I, because of the pandemic. Right. And I think partly we notice her because She's the only woman up there, right? Most of the time, or all of the time, yeah. And also, it was very funny because the first few times I saw her, all I could think of is I zeroed in on her scarves because she is never without a scarf. Mm -hmm. She wears a scarf with every outfit. She likes her scarves. She does. Um, And another writer we were talking about, Vanessa Friedman, before, and the other one is Robert uh, Robin. Robin, I'm sorry, I was Robin Givens, yeah, uh, from the Washington Post, who wrote about her Mm -hmm. and because you know we can't help but notice fashion I mean it's just the way it is and Robin is I think I mean she look she's a Pulitzer Prize winning writer and I think
0: probably one of the the best journalist at at putting fashion into context. Yes, because, I agree with and, you. you know, and she w- writes for the Washington Post, and so she's there in the middle of politics and in yep. the middle of things where, you know, and we get so angry and we're like, oh, they pick women apart and all this, but she helps us put it she into really some context. Does.
1: And what I loved about this, she was saying that the two doctors that we have become familiar with is obviously Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci. Mm-hmm. And he looks nice. That's okay. He looks nice. He's fine. But what she said, first of all, is that she comes at Krauss across as the one who can actually navigate all of our emotions, the human emotions mm-hmm. and but then she said her attire is also something that we can't help but notice. she said she doesn't dress like a lady politician in jewel tone suits and statement jewelry. she doesn't wear the power dresses that Nancy Pelosi wears. she calls Hurst, Burks's style more classically feminine. Hmm. she's always wearing like a shirt waist dress and she knots that silk scarf around her shoulders, or she drapes it. According to Robin, she exudes academic wonkiness with her earth tones and tunics and mufflers double-wrapped around her neck. She never looks bland or nondescript. And she said that in doing this, she offers a subtle but important reminder to people that while this crisis is serious and meeting it is hard, we are still human. Do not lose yourself. Be kind to yourself.
0: Wow, I love that. And you know she what? It's so true. It, and it's yes. almost like it's like you see it and you think it, there's a picture of her in this Washington Post article of Dr. Burks, and she's wearing kind of a an orange rust color, it looks like a you know like a cardigan sweater, and then she's got her scarf. And she does; she totally looks like an academic. Yeah, and she looks like what you would expect yes. a really
1: smart researcher to right. look like. And she said it, she her style is one that could go anywhere. You know, it's contemporary. Mm -hmm. It's not trendy. Right. But Well, it isn't
0: like she suddenly was given a budget to go, you know, to go dress for daily national press conferences. No,
1: no. And as she points out in this article, she said, Berks' style speaks to her emotional intelligence. While the regular briefings are filled with folks in suits and uniforms... She makes one feel like she's the one willing to put a cool cool compress to a fevered brow while everyone else was backing out of the room. I love that. I think that that really puts it well. She said she's perfectly calibrated vision of comfort and intelligence, a consoling uh, meditation of personal style, facts, and figures.
0: Great observations.
1: I like that. Robin is such a great writer. Yeah, she really is. I just can't wear scarves. Guess, You've
0: always had a scarf problem. I know.
1: I love scarves. And I think So they, how are
0: you doing with face masks? Oh not
1: well. Well <laughs> to be honest, Allie, I have been out so little yeah. that I haven't needed to wear it much. I'm not I don't do well with it. Yeah. But scarves around my neck just drive me crazy and I try and they add so much to an outfit. I really think they do. And I would guarantee you that her um wearing these and being seen all the time has added a great deal to People's interest in scarves. I also read that the Hermes scarves Mm -hmm. have been selling a ton.
2: Really, wealthy
1: people apparently because you have to be wealthy to buy those. Yes, are using those for face masks.
0: Oh my gosh! Of course they are.
1: Now here's something though that you might wear instead of sweats at home. What's that? Bike shorts. Yeah, well, this
0: was a trend that had been cropping up long before coronavirus. Yes, and we kind of gave it the thumbs down. Yeah, we did. And now here it is again. And it's sort of like, okay, if we think about working from home in the summer, are we going to swap our sweatpants for bike shorts are you gonna be wearing mm, a not me. pretty blouse or a blazer on top and then bike shorts on the bottom and that's actually a look that some models and celebrities had been wearing out in public yeah
1: does it make sense while you're working at home well and apparently at least according to one editor at in style she thinks they're really comfortable that she just well, never they are, had realized they are stretchy yeah, they are, um, I you don't know, want to see my body in them, I guess mm-hmm. is my problem. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm still not going to wear them. OK, just thought I'd mention. That. All right. But it's available. Okay. It's there yeah. if if that appeals to
0: you and you're looking for something to do, maybe on the days when you're washing your sweatpants.
1: Oh, yeah. Think about That's putting true. on your That's bike true. shorts.
0: It's very of the moment. The,
1: the other thing, though, that is I was a spring 2020 runway trend that I think probably fits even if we're going to be working from home. Um, there are almost like wearable blankets, all of these very soft sweater dresses and um, underwear even and sweaters and pants that were shown in, in lightweight knits from many of the designers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were, you know, shown way back a few months ago, but they really are the kind of things that are They're in bright colors and they're sunny knits and they probably, even if you're working from home and you're alone, it kind of could make you feel good. I think putting on some color is not a bad idea for anyone. Yep. So rather than the bulky sweatsuits that maybe we've been wearing in the winter, this is a lighter version. Yeah. So I can I can see that. I would go there. Sure. Yeah. That that makes sense. Um. And I've definitely been rethinking
0: my sweat pant wardrobe. I don't know about you. Yeah, I could use some new
1: ones. Yeah, I have some that just aren't that comfortable. What at the waist? Some of them have elastic. It's too tight. Maybe it's my waist. Well, can yeah, I say
0: maybe, maybe you gotta lay off oh, the M and M's? So no more cookies.
1: <laughs> All
0: right. When we get back, we'll take your questions. We're going to uh, check in with a new box from a local retailer. Lots more to talk about coming up on Shop Girls after the news.